Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Real View Universe, the full sport press podcast proudly brings to you the wrestling podcast live. Hmm. Live from the soon-to-be-built WWE Museum and Hall of Fame, and Oasis and Chair Shots. I am your host, Jeff Ziegler, and I'm joined, as always, by Nick Omega. Nick, say what's happening to the people. What's up, everybody? How y'all feeling? Nick, man, it's been a week, brother. It's been a week. I don't know about yours, but it's just been a week. That's all hey, I got. I've been back and forth and back and forth, but it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> While you're at it, man, let the people know they can follow you on social media. You can find me on IG and on Twitter under the name Neek. I mean, not your man, Neek. All right. And I am Jay Easley 84 across all social media platforms. And you can follow the show 808s and Chair Shots on Instagram and the Facebook at 808s and Chair Shots. And Twitter is special. So Neek's going to let y'all know all about it. On Twitter, it's better known as 808s Chair Shots. No, and because there is a character limit on Twitter. And fool with us on Twitter, man. We we're very active in the wrestling community, having a good time, you know. So just 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 talk to us. We don't we don't bite. We don't you know. We're not over the top marks I mean, as they I say. Don't bite. I don't bite. I hit you with the chair though. Yeah, definitely. With a mean eight oh eight playing in the background. Right. <laughs> Maybe you just hear one in your head after the chair. Mm-hmm. That's true. I like <laughs> it. I like it. And make sure you follow the other shows on the Realville Network. That's including the Full Sport Press Podcast. That's myself. That's Jay Hove. That's Coach Locke. That's How Weezy. That's the cameraman each and every Monday giving you your sports fixed. And on Wednesday mornings, you got the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast. That's Animal Brown. That's Spike Lou. They giving you your hip hop fix for the week. Let you know what's going on in the rap world. And you got us every Thursday morning. Ain't always some chair shots. Myself and Neat. Also, you got the season finale going around right now of the snow school, our unofficial, official (laughs) (laughs) snowfall recap podcast. And you got Cashmere and Cognac coming soon. My man in mixture, my man Sean Watts coming soon. They're going to get you taken care of as well. And do not forget FTYA, fresher than your average J-Hove, Animal Brown, talking about your latest sneaker releases, your latest streetwear cops, et cetera, et cetera. They got you covered. We're working over here at Realville, man. Just make sure you check us out, man. Like like everything. Go to your local podcasting area. Give us five stars. Anything less than five stars, I'm looking at you sideways, Jack. And, you know, just let us know how you feel, man. Neek, I've talked long enough. Let the people know what we're talking about today on the show. Before we get into that, um, oh I finally finished the third season of Snowfall. All right. All right. Everything I thought of, uh-huh. I was right. Okay. What did you what did you think was gonna happen? With when the dad, no, no spoiler alerts, when the dad went down, homegirls gonna get her senses clear enough and do what they had to do. Yeah. Yeah. So you finished yeah. up season three, okay? Yeah, yes, I'll be on season four by um start on it by next Monday. Okay. Yeah. Now, all right. So season three hurt me. Like, like looking at how Mel progressed as a character, am yeah. I just overly sensitive, or am I right to just be like that was painful to watch? It was painful to watch. That was rough, man. She was going down, bro. Like she, 
the um episode with the whole breakdown of her in one what day. She realized, yeah. One day you see the camera angles and everything. I'm like, wow, they did a real yeah. good job with this. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. The breakdown yeah. and get back up. No, something. All right. All right, but Next. back to what we got on the docket for the yes, show. Um, someone got all the belts. Well, not all of them, but a whole lot more belts. Okay. Um, Mickey James got really disrespected with a trash bag. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, random. A lot of random things I found on the internet. But first, I can't wait. Let's talk about it, man. Raw is becoming painful to watch. Mm. Now, this is your topic. Tell me. I'm not saying I disagree either, but I want to hear what you got to say. The main reason why I brought this up because when you see a lot of people, when, when Rock comes on, a lot of people start to talk and, you know, yeah. the conversation gets real interesting. And I think like two, three months ago, we were thinking what would be a good way to spice up Raw? You know, yeah. everybody was just thinking it and throwing ideas out there. And it's been since then it's been on this losing streak right now. I don't understand why Raw is so painful to watch right now. Yeah. I, I mean, I understand it's three hours. First of all, it's too long. <laughs> um, I mean, resident fans been dealing with stuff for two hours for so long, and you got this one that's going on for three. Mm-hmm. It's not even putting half of the quality out. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot of things. I mean, with COVID going around, I don't think they got enough parts. I feel like they just need to change it up and have somebody else be the main event or have the main people have a week off or something of yeah. that nature. Yeah. It just needs to be refreshed and yeah. people are tired of it at this point. Yeah, they got to get creative. And I think they are, they are afraid to, to be a little too creative simply because they don't want to shake the cage too much i don't i can't really think of a better way to put it but it's like man you know raw has been coming on what 25 30 years almost at some point you know you gotta try something different you know what i'm saying (laughs) like i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is but i mean i thought raw underground for what it's worth, that last, if you do that, you know, from eight to nine and nine to 10 central time, you put like one or two segments from Raw Underground in there, especially since you aren't in front of a live, they aren't, they are not in front of a live crowd. I feel like they can do more, you know, they can try more stuff and they just haven't tried hard enough, man. And then also, I've been watching uh, the biography series on a and I know we're going to talk a little bit about TV later. But yeah. I think another thing that, that factors into what's going wrong nowadays is there are no larger-than-life characters. Right. Like... Stone Cold is the top of the is the top of the food chain, so you can't really factor him in. The Fiend portrays his character on on social media and in real life, but they keep 
doing stupid stuff like having him lose at WrestleMania and then disappear. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. Like, now mind you, I'm gonna I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. I'm not going anywhere. You know, we all take time off from watching and then watch it again later. You know, we all do it. But they gotta do something. You're right. You're right. They just gotta do something. I don't know, but I don't know what would be the thing to do at this point. I really don't know. SmackDown's a little more enjoyable. Um, SmackDown's been doing great for us as storylines are concerned. Got a couple of holes in them, but overall, SmackDown's been better. Yeah. It's also and, just two hours. Yeah, also it's two hours. So we ain't got to have that <laughs> dreaded third hour or 30 minutes of commercial and 30 minutes of wrestling. Or that dreaded um, first hour. The dreaded first I, mean, I don't know what's been going on with that first hour. Like it's the, it's the first so hour. Like, You're asking a lot, man. You're asking a lot of people every Monday to sit down for three hours. Right. Damn. I'm just like at this point. Damn. Can I get a um a ricochet mid car build up or something? Like, give me something. Give me something at this point. We need something new. We need something fresh. Yeah. I know it's going to be hard because, you know, a lot of us have seen it all, but I just feel like we need something new, and I think they need to go back to drawing board. Mm -hmm. Or they can do more cinematic matches. That's the thing. That's where they dropped the ball. Like, you you had a full-fledged network full-fledged network and you mean to tell me because the thing is you know with business to me you develop a core fan base and then you build out right but you never now of course your core is one thing but at the end of the day you want to make your people happy right so if you know your core your internet Fans are loving these cinematic matches. They embraced, we all embraced Lucha, Lucha Underground for what it's worth. We all like the Hardy compound matches. You know what I'm saying? Like we we love Broken Matt Hardy when he did. Like that was dope. Like stop confining everything to the ring when you don't have to. Right. Especially right now. I mean, we didn't even see the medic match in um in um, WrestleMania. And let's keep it a buck. Let's just keep it all the way a buck. We didn't have a chance to miss wrestling either because they didn't stop. Right. Even like when, when everything happened with Rudy Gobert, when he saved the world, right? Wrestling, they called off that one show and even that next Monday, it was the Royal Rumble was rebroadcast. The, you know what I'm saying? Then the next week they had people in the actual, um, they had people coming to the actual uh, performing arts center. They was in, not performing, you know, performance center. They was in Florida. They never missed a beat. They never stopped. Right. Full pandemic. They never stopped. So we didn't have a chance, like when football comes back right now, football is king. That's top of the food spectrum again. But we have a chance to miss it. With this, we never have a chance to miss 
wrestling. And I think that's one of the things that, that hurt it. There's so many things, man. It's, and it just keeps adding up around here. And it's too much. It's Let's too keep much. it above. It's too much. Three hours is too much, like you said, plus the other two, plus the two for NXT. It's too much. You, you're competing. You're cannibalizing yourself. Right. It's just, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. All right, man. That's enough of that. <laughs> Talk about something we do want to watch. Right. Dark Side of the Ring season three. Nick, tell the people what's sure. going on, man. Can't wait for all the people that don't know. Dark Side of the Ring is a documentary style um, show on Vice about wrestling. All wrestling stories, all of them been very. Season two was very strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming off season two, you just like, wow, how can they top this? What's left? Yeah, yeah, what's left to be looked at? What what can we say to ourselves that we need to know more about, and what can we find what we find interesting in wrestling? Yeah. So they're starting off with a two hour premiere coming out May the sixth with Brian Pillman. That'll do it. The loose can. <laughs> That'll do it. The loose cannon, Brian Pillman. And that's how they're starting up. And they have other episodes as well. Um, they're going to do like a second half of the season that comes in the late summer. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're looking at right now. So what do you think? To me, man, and with this show, the wrestling TV shows are better than the actual wrestling shows right now. Like a- A&E's got the... Uh, the biography series right now, Stone Cold episode was pretty cool. Roddy Piper's was amazing, even though you know racist. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was like, oh, no, no, no. I, I it still was like, a good damn show this? though. Like, do I want to comment on this right now? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, because you didn't want people to think you was you know you was cool with the racism, but you know racism, and <laughs> but it was good. You had that. And that show, that hidden treasure show they got, right? I like that, dog. This is crazy, man. Like shows are just better. Cause I'm, I'm looking the two episodes I've seen, the Undertaker Kane and the Mankind. So like, like I like this show. Like some of this stuff, like I, you know, no mind. I don't have any wrestling memorabilia other than like I think I'm like like a two or three action figures or some shit, shit. But man, this stuff is cool, man. Like this stuff is pretty cool to watch. So. Back to the dark side of the ring, though. You know, our show loosely gets one of his favorite cat- catchphrases from a dark side of the ep- dark side of the ring episode from last year uh, with uh, our guy New Jack. Right. <laughs> so this year they're starting with Brian Pillman. Um, is there someone that you two out? Yeah, two hour. That's nuts. <laughs> That's nuts. But they have Brian Pillman. Yeah. Right. So is there anybody that I'm you looking. would go ahead? Oh I was gonna say I'm looking forward to like from the first half of the season. Looking forward to Brian Pillman, that's one. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to the because we talked about this on okay. my random things found on the internet, and it's now gonna be a part of Dark Side of the Ring, and it's the WCW NJ. PW collision 
in Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. I got, and then for the last one for the first part of the season, I say the Ultimate Warrior will be interesting. Well, as well, that's the one I'm looking for. Is is the Ultimate Warrior? Like I think all of these are going to be are going to be great. You know what I mean? Like I've heard of the, of the Nick Gage stuff, um, <laughs> and he's like the king of death matches. I, I I'm going to watch that. Interesting. Yeah, um, I'm not too familiar with. Uh, Grizzly Smith, but the Dynamite Kid stuff, that's those I've heard some podcasts about that, but definitely the Warrior. Like, come on. Like, come on. Like, you, you, you're starting with Pillman and then you're going to Warrior. Like, that's it. Right. We're good. This is an interesting line for the first side of it. The second half of the season, what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking to one I called that I thought wasn't going to happen was the plane ride from hell. Yes. Yeah, episodes back, which one I talked about. Um, yeah. I didn't go for it, but they did. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Also, the steroid trials. That's because <laughs> that's the Ooh, one that's that good look. That's the one that makes me look at everything like, like Vince is really a businessman because Hogan. Oh turned his back on him and then went to the other company to try to put him out of business. Right. Now Hogan's back hosting wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. You want to move on? <laughs> I, just, I just feel like this is going to be very good. Yeah. As well. Um, it's a good show. I'm looking forward to this season three. Can't yes, wait. Sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. So it happened. Um, there was a champion versus champion match. Impact um, heavyweight champion versus the AEW heavyweight champion at this recent uh, TNA. I'm sorry, I keep calling it TNA. This most recent Impact Wrestling pay-per-view. Nick, tell the people about what took place, man. All right. On last Sunday, we had Rich from versus Kenny Omega at Impact Rebellion. Champion versus champion, winner gets all the belts. And now we have Kenny Omega with three belts. AEW Championship, mm-hmm. um, Heavyweight Championship in T- TNA, and the Impact Championship. That's um, right, because Swar had two belts for yeah. some damn reason, because TNA has two damn heavyweight champ. Whatever. I'm sorry. Yeah, weird. I'm sorry. But, you know, the match was very good. Morello Ronaldo, I mean, Ronaldo called it. Ronaldo yeah. called it. Very good match. She made it very exciting to watch that match. Did you order this pay-per-view? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I have friends in no places. Oh, you didn't share. Okay, cool. It's all right. That's cool. No, but I just got it. I, got, I just wanted to see that match. I, I hear you. But you saw it. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, I just it just was like yo man you want to see this championship match? All right. That's it. It is what went on with. Overall, man, it's just wild to see him with three belts. Like it's three of them chilling in his possession. I swear, man, I think somebody's gonna come to their senses and finally change that wrestling organization to AEW Impact. And at that time, 
you then have a full roster. You have two networks, right? Right. Two networks and YouTube. You have compelling, right? Like you, you, if you, if you come, if you combine these two companies, if you merge them together, you have now, you have two networks, you have the money, you have the opportunity to become a formidable, formidable opposition. Cause then you have Wednesday and Thursday nights. Or, 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 or if you're smart, and this is what I thought AEW was going to do, you go Wednesday, Saturday, like remember WCW Saturday nights on the weekends, you go Wednesday, Saturday, and now we have compelling television again for wrestling. Because I, I do think AEW needs that other show to just, because AEW Dark is cool, but I'm, I'm still not young enough myself, and you can call me whatever. I'm not young enough to remember to go to YouTube to watch everything. Right. And it may just be me, but I'm still not able to remember, oh, shoot, that's right. I can go watch a live event on YouTube right now if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy now when you do that. But three belts, man, that's a lot. Three belts for one guy, that's a lot. So what do you, what do you think this, what do you, how do you think this unfolds? I just want to know how it's going to benefit for for um, impact. How does this benefit? Where does it go from here? What happens now? What's the next thing? I, I think the best thing for impact is it guarantees Kenny Omega stays on your show. And whomever beats Kenny Omega, you know what I mean, becomes a bigger star. In theory, right? Like, think about this: Samoa Joe gets his clearance, goes back to Impact. You build up to Joe Omega, and whatever pay per view you put it at an AEW pay per view if you want to. Do we need to build that up? I don't think you. I don't think we need to. I think they should. Okay. I'm just saying, because um, then you, if you just give it to me, I'm me as a, I'm not even a regular TNA viewer anymore. Just somebody who comes to Impact. Oh, Impact's on tonight. I'll take off ten minutes. But <laughs> if, if you tell me it's Joe Omega at the T at the Impact pay per view in three weeks or three months, or they're building it to that, I'll tune in. I'll tune in. Word, 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 word. I hear you. I just want to. I just. I'm just trying to figure out how does this benefit. Would this benefit them more? How would this benefit more? Um, all these deals and other other companies getting deals and branching out. You know, um, what's it called NWA yeah. got a deal with Fight TV. Um, Major League Wrestling got a deal with Vice TV. I mean, I'm glad all these. Companies, promotions, getting more, yep, rent, getting more TV deals and branching out, so we get some more, uh, more, I mean, more matches in, see more people, yeah, you know, learn more about what's going on. That's that, that only hurts AEW, right? That only hurts them a little bit. 
I think it hurt. Here's why I think it hurts them a lot because that gives these other smaller companies a chance to build that star that you know what I'm saying? Like right. it gives them a chance to build a star. Just think about if the MLW uh, Major League Wrestling champion, um, he's one of David Boy Smith's kids. If he catches on, or uh, the other Samoan kid that they have down there, the WWE wants bad, but he's in, but he's in MLW right now. Yeah. If one of these guys catches on and becomes like a superstar for MLW. Man, that hurts AEW because they they are the ones that are supposed to be number two, right? But I hear no. you think MLW getting a deal on Vice, you know, helps them out. Yep. I just want to know how with this deal with AEW and um, Impact. Impact does Impact get more out of it? I th- yeah, I think it helps impact more than anything. It helps just impact, but then yeah. time you say to yourself, okay, but for how long? And it's just like, that's how I feel about it. I just want to know what's, what is the outcome going to be? How is this going to help them out even more and more? Hmm. That's we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. Also, um, the dude they want is Jacob Fatu. That's it. That's him. That's my guy. Yeah. That dude there. See what I'm saying? Man. And the crazy thing about it, I mean, it's another dude on from M from Major League Wrestling. Um, Calvin Tankman is very good too. Mm-hmm. I've heard of him. Yeah. And also Leo Rush and ACH are in there. With TJP. See? So yeah, they got talent is there. See how they work. All right. Let's speaking of talent, and I don't know. Let's just talk about it. Mickey James, man. Uh man. Got like, you know, WWE did their releases. You know, we kind of we touched on it our last show. They did their releases. Right. Uh, but after the releases, they start they sent out. Apparently, people would mail their belongings in a box with a trash bag. What the hell happened here, Nick? Okay, so Mickey James tweeted, Dear Vince McMahon, I'm not sure if you're aware. I did receive my WWE care package today. Thank you. Always blessed. Hashtag always blessed and grateful. Hashtag women's wrestling matters. And it's in a black garbage bag. A box with a black garbage bag. That's insane. Insane. That's that's insane. That's that can't happen from WWE. Now, to be fair, apparently the person who did this lost their job. (laughs) Had a lot of people come out against them too. So yeah, 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 and rightfully so. You don't do that. That's just tacky. It's already weird enough to be letting people go when you've had the best physical financial year that you've had in years as a company. But, you know, there's that. But then to send them off with a trash bag, it's, it's, it's I don't know what they got. That's a tough one. I don't see how you do that, man. That's just, oh boy. 
How do you do that to a? How do you do that to a Hall of Famer? Yeah, no potential, nothing. That's a Hall of Famer. I'm sorry about putting potential in front of that, but yeah, why would you even do that? Like, (sighs) they don't sit right with me, you know. Even though I don't feel like some of the Hall of Fames are pricks, but Mm, good amount. I'm just, it just don't. I don't get it. Like, why would you do that to her? Of all people. Why would you do that? Period. Like it's because it sounds like they're they're doing that. Period. Like I don't think she was the only one that got her stuff that way. And yeah, man, it's that's crazy. Yeah, to do that to her, man. That's just. But apparently, they lost their job. And <laughs> lost their job, and then everybody just came out. You know what? I ain't like doing it. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. There was that. And then there was that that weird group of people who were like, it's Mickey James' fault that this guy lost his lost their job and she should be and she should be ashamed for saying anything for causing that person to lose their job. They can shut the fuck up on that one. That's true. That's 100 percent true. That's kind of disrespectful. Like a trash bag in a box. Man, I'm kind of that is disrespectful, dog. That's tough. Just put this in the box. That's all I had to do. Your billion dollar company, like, billion dollar company, bro. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know if you can wash it, dry clean it, or whatever they got in there, but <laughs> in there neatly or something, <laughs> right? You don't want to fold it? Fine, get one of the ladies to fold it or something. Come on, bro. <laughs> All right, now let's get to my favorite section. You know, favorite section of the show. Random thing Neeks finds on the internet. Talk to me, brother. Not random. Most of it's not random because some True. of it's like, huh, do we need to make this a topic or not? And I'm just like, nah. <laughs> um, let's start off with um Jason Jordan. Okay. He's now the lead producer of Raw and SmackDown. Okay. Huh. Crazy, right? Yeah, a little bit. I didn't know. I knew he was behind the scenes still because they like yeah. him. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to be a lead producer. Okay. Well, all right. That's, That's good for him, man. I, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Randy Orton, now the 19-year vet. Yeah. Um, He talked about the Eddie's and Hell storyline. Oh boy. Here's the quote. <clears throat> 100% not comfortable with it. Ray assured me that it's going to be something that Eddie would have wanted. Even still, Ray and myself went to Vicky and Vicky gave us her blessing. She said the same thing. Eddie would have would have wanted to help you guys in this manner. But I get it because you got to remind yourself it is it is a scripted entertainment show, but that was that was a lot. Right, it was kind of <laughs> yeah. the timing of it was just like yeah, oh, yeah, bro, right, <laughs> dude. Don't say this. Don't like, do please, this right. please. I beg of you, don't yeah. do this. Right. Yeah, the timing of that was just bad. So, 
All right. Uh, our boy Andre Andrade. Okay. Um, aka Charlotte, Charlotte's man. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Charlotte. Yeah. We'll be back listening <laughs> June. Was it was it June 31st or July uh-huh. 31st? Okay. And guess who is his opponent? Enzo. No. Leo Rush. No. Who? Alberto Del Rio himself. I knew it. I knew it. And he was he was my second. I said, no, no, this can't be Del Rio. For yes. where? Where? Um let me make sure um where that where he's gonna be wrestling. Um I just know the date for what I was told. It's July 31st mm. in McAllen, Texas. Of course. I, it was just for like a local a local promotion in Texas. Yeah. Okay. Also Kalisto, Primo, and Epico are gonna be there as well. Uh, okay. All it's right. a promotion that is co-founded by Chavo Guerrero Jr. and Daria. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're gonna be back and they're gonna go at each other. Yeah. So that is very interesting. Very, yeah. very, very, very interesting there. You know, um, let me see. All right, Jake. I think it's Drake Wartz or whatever his name is. All right. Okay. Now, we've heard all the dumb things that people have said about wearing masks. Yeah. This man is a referee, one of the top referees at NXT. Yeah. And he said that he's against masks because it makes it easier for sex traffickers to target children and putting vulnerable children in risk. All right, man. What's the next one? I ain't talking about that. I ain't talking about that shit. Nope. 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 Oh, what else do you find? Let's just let's just move past that. Please. Oh God. <laughs> Please, let's just move past that. All right, let's move on. Cause Jeff said let's move the hell on. <laughs> All right. Uh hold on. Where's it at? I'm trying to pull it up. Let's see. Okay. Back to Mickey James. Mickey James said in the interview that she pitched the all-woman's brand before she got released. Hmm. No. I can see that. Yeah. They pushed it, but they said women's wrestling does not make money. And because of the (laughs) whole thing with evolution. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> okay all right I can see I can see why they feel that way mm-hmm. maybe not an all women's brand but I do think that all that all that full pay-per-view that uh, that needs to continue yeah I still think it's be um, continued as well I mean hey you got enough women to make one, do it. 
Use the talent that you got. Yeah. Instead of getting more. Yeah. All right. In 2016, Coach Cabana worked for a grand total of 52 different promotions. Wow. 52. He worked for Ring of, Ring of Honors. The most he had matches he had was, was 21. Mm. But 52 different promotions in one year. Damn. The fa- I don't know which is funnier. The fact that he worked with 52 different promotions or the fact that there are 52 damn promotions. Crazy, right? 52 of them. People are just putting their money together, putting a wrestling card together and calling it a day. <laughs> Man. Seriously. Seriously. All right. Um, our friend... Well, your friend probably, your man's, Uh-oh. Jack. Oh shit! Responded to an article on the mass transit incident. Okay. It was on Facebook. Uh huh. And you want to know what his what he said? What did he say? <laughs> Jack said this, and I quote: <clears throat> "Yeah, I did it." And like OJ, I got away with it. All right. Um, what's your match of the week? What's, what's your match of the week? <laughs> no. You shouldn't be bragging about that, but yeah. That's, what's your match of the week, Nick? Uh-huh. What, what you got? <laughs> you don't want no more? No. I'm I'm no. I mean, if you can go, I just don't want to talk about that one. This is just, just not talk about that one. But I'm gonna pass that one. Okay. Hold All right. on. All right. Hold on. Let me stop on this last one. Jack, what in the world, man? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let me see. Okay. Somebody might be returning to the rain. Okay. According to a recent episode of the Hall of Fame podcast with Booker Uh T, Mark Henry might be making a return. Mark Henry? Top 10 Mark Henry. Okay. 50-year-old Mark Henry. And guess how much weight he has lost? How much? 80 pounds. Really? Really. 80 pounds. Okay. Wants one more match. Hmm. You know, he's just, even though he's 50. So. Yeah. He ain't resting out there for 20 minutes, though. Hmm. Good five minute, good five minute eight minute match. No. Yeah. Huh. I I wouldn't if he's lost eighty pounds. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Just if he wants one more, put him in the hurt business. <laughs> I want everybody in the hurt business. 
<laughs> everybody in there. Yeah, I want every black wrestler not doing anything. Put them in the hurt business. Let MVP make them a star. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Last but not least, since you know, make something playful. Oh, you know, um, we have a couple in wrestling name, me and um, and Keith Lee. Yep, getting married pretty soon. Shout out to him. Um, an NXT referee by the name of D.A. Brewer. You know, he asked for the address of the venue for the wedding. Uh-huh. And Drake Maverick came in and said, do not trust this man at your wedding. Oh, but people that don't know why he said that is because he lost the 24-7 title during his wedding and D.A. Brewer was the referee. Sure was. <laughs> sure was. Hilarious. Sure was. Also, Drake Maverick's <laughs> wife yeah Stone Cold Fox yeah <laughs> yep 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 but yeah. anyway my match of the week let's talk about it we're gonna go back to when it was the WWF okay we're going way back back in the time yep Wrestlemania 10 Brent Hart Versus Owen Hart. Okay. Brother against brother. Yeah. Brother against yeah, brother. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. That's good Great stuff. story. Good wrestling. Yeah. And that started off WrestleMania 10. You did. Sure did. Yeah. So. Not yeah. mad at that. It's a good choice. Right. I checked it out this week. I have to it's, watch that tomorrow while I'm at work. Very good match. I think the people need to watch it on. See some good old on hard work. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right, we're gonna check out WrestleMania 10 Owen versus Brett. And Neek, before we get out of here, is there anything you want to share with our listeners? Hmm, what do I want to share with y'all today? Hmm. Fuck Hogan. That's it. That's it. It's biblical. It's biblical. In the Bible. Right there. And on that note, we out, man. (laughs) Peace.